let it go down like that Cause we got a dumb gay podcast A dumb gay political podcast We probably don't have all the facts But we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack That's why it's a dumb gay podcast A dumb gay political podcast Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics in the United States of Trump America. Another week, another 900 dramas. Oh my god. Between North Korea, yeah, Trump Russia. Uh-huh. Uh Trump at the UN. Ooh, that was a good one. I mean, the tax plan that's floating around. Mm, that's not going to help us. We just got back into the country oh, and it. we have to catch up on Scott Peterson. Oh my god. And Scientology, uh, we both I had two of each, so that means I you did had two. two of each. I rushed. I that was the first thing I did. And you know what? I wish I didn't didn't watch them because Me too. Because when you watch two hours of something, yeah, I watched it. I think I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday, or I don't know what day it was. But it, I was like, "This Tuesday cannot get here fucking fast." They both come on Tuesdays. Oh, oh. both of them. So in case, mm. so you guys don't know, it's it's oh. called the Murdy Murdy. Fuck <laughs> up! <laughs> You're so annoying. It's called the murder of Lacey Peterson, uh. but we like to call it just uh. Scott Peterson. Uh-huh. All right. Which, you know, A&E, which is that's channel it's on, doesn't want to call it Scott Peterson because everyone will be like, why does he get a platform? Right. But the thing is. Well, now we know why. Well, they're literally, Sorry. They will literally put on the screen in the lower four or whatever it's called. And you know what I'm talking about. You taught me that. And they'll put this graphic that's like hashtag the murder of Lacey Peterson or something. And I'm like, who the fuck? I'm like, that is so tacky. Who in God's name is rolling up on Instagram? taking a selfie and then hashtagging <laughs> the murder of Lacey. He's like, no, I don't even want to write that. Hashtag Murdy. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Murdy. You know what? That's the, that's the post. hashtag beacon to country. <laughs> you fucking hard. You know what? That's Murdy. I can't wait. Mm, the 20 uh, seconds it's going to take for you to do that. And then I'm going to be like, Oh, I'm, I'm good. Di- please. So that show, if you're not watching it is on Annie and we just can't even deal with ourselves. I, I mean, I had to accept, um, that although I hate his guts, that he's goddamn innocent. It's unbelievable what happened. Things have to change in this country. Just, just <sighs> if it's with tri- trials where it's covered in the news, and so you don't have a jury trial. You know what I mean? Just something has got to. Oh my god! And when the jurors the went system. off, and they were fucking. Oh, you're gonna go. It's your new home now, bud. And that stupid idiot they called Strawberry Shortcake. And oh God, I mean these people. You guys I have to binge binge it. And oh, then Tuesday so is good. Tuesday's the finale, and it is gonna be off the chain. Like I just cannot wait. Uh, I, I can't, can't wait either. And then I wanted to ask you, mm. since you are the expert, and I do believe, like you were one of the first ten people to watch fucking How to Make Love to a Murderer or whatever the fuck that thing's called. How to get a wait making a murder? Right? Yeah, making yeah. the making of murder. Yeah, mm. that thing uh-huh. with like those trashy people yeah. mm-hmm. that you told me. Okay, mm-hmm. so 
now I remember seeing on the news because I didn't watch that, but Julie told me every detail. So I feel like I did, but I don't know what they look like. But I heard on the news that. I mean, I know they look ugly and trashy, but I know I don't know. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. That's what I mean. But I heard on the news like right around that time when everyone was watching it that they were reopening the investigation because of that show. So what I'm wondering is like oh. with Scott Peterson, and I mean spoiler alert, but he didn't do it. Turns out, I mean, how who how and who is going to reopen this thing? So of Scott Peterson, yeah, it just we have to wait for an appeal. I would think that, yeah, I mean his lawyers have to go and yeah they have to they, they have, have to, to wait appeal. For the appeal. They have, they definitely already appealed. They must, but be. you have to wait. Right. There's like I don't and know then, if it's a year or two years or it's been fucking a million years. I mean, so I don't there's know. no way that. Uh, I, I'm pretty th- sure he's at San Quentin, like straight up. Like, is he getting butt fucked or what? I mean, oh, listen, if you hated him, yeah, he, yeah, I don't I mind if he is. But for all the dicky things that he had to to get his karma for, he's done, been done, got it. He has done, been done, got it. I mean, he did not deserve to go to prison. San Quentin ain't no joke. Ugh. I mean, I'm sure that's where Manson is. Uh, uh he didn't used to be there. Though, though. I'm sure he wasn't. You know, they might have welcomed him with open arms because he killed his wife, but they don't like baby killers. No. And pe- or, you they, know what I mean? Which is a don't. weird That's like thing. the thing, child killers and child molesters. So, monsters. you know, he, you know, his whole thing was that he killed his unborn son, so. People on death row, though, might not be as ham as, like, just regular run-of-the-mill, like, Maybe. You I know. know. That was the other thing, too. They fucking sentenced him to death. But he's still alive. Beyond. Well, so is Charles Manson. Exactly. And why is Charles Manson still alive? It's just so expensive. And especially in California, that's on our props every every few years to take it away. Also, though, before we go, because this is more political. Okay. For those of you who watched the first season of Scientology, and I know we all did. And you know what? Congratulations on your Emmy win. Yes. Leah Remney and the whole team Mm -hmm. and Eli Holzberg, whatever your fucking name is. That's the guy that did (laughs) People's Couch. Oh, right. That's a company. He sold the company and it was like. I'm done. He did Project Runway 2. This guy's like a fucking genius. He like rides off into the sunset like he's done. And he's like, wait, with my new tiny company, let me just see if I should do the Scientology (laughs) show. It fucking kills the game and completely reinvents TV. I want the Scientology show on like Mormonism, Catholicism. Yes, yes, yes. I want a a new show for every religion. Agreed. Every single one. It'd be amazing. I want to know where their motherfucking money goes. Yep. I want to know what child molesters they're harboring. Yep. I want to know what, I, how they beg their constituents, if you will, their fucking practitioners for, their, yes. for money. Yep. Oh, the evangelicals. Uh-huh. I want to know it all. It should go Mormons, Catholics, evangelicals. Baptists, like black. Baptist Baptist, is like good. Baptists in black, like neighborhoods. Uh, Pentecostals. Those motherfuckers go after the money, honey. Yep. And these people are like full on Amway, Mary Kay with the level they go after the money, yeah. especially in like neighborhoods where they're real devout and dedicated and yeah. Well, when you make people believe that you pay, you they, they get pretend, what you pay, you get what right, you put in. You pretend to even life coaches do it. I remember that. I remember, um, that was one of the selling. <laughs> it's, it's true. One of the selling, like the selling bullshit point. selling points of life coach when it was like, it's going to be like, I have to up my price. It's $60 an hour. I was like, well, I can't afford that. So we're going to stop. <laughs> and also you're not helping me, helping but okay. Me, but okay. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, yeah, but you need to understand like that is my worth and your worth getting out of it is like if you could, it's actually going to help you for you to find that money because if you Donald work hard Trump enough your to find that money. Life coach? Exactly. That takes a skill, man. I wish I had that kind of bullshit skill. I don't have I it. would. I don't even have it. I go the opposite way. I'm like this. Look, 
what am I supposed to do? Fucking starve? Just pay me. I'll care. Pay me 30. Yeah. Or <laughs> I understand that you don't have any money. That sucks. Like we're in a, we, you know, that I, I, you should stop for a while. Yeah. I would <laughs> never, you know what I mean? I exactly. would never yeah. try and get money out of someone who doesn't have any money. I do. Will you guys go to patreon.com <laughs> slash dumb gay politics right now? It's $1 a week. And you can totally afford it's four dollars a month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? By the way, that's fifty cents each a week. That's a that's a deal. You're paying two dollars for me, two dollars for Julie. Even though I hog the conversation, it's really one dollar for Julie, three dollars for me. And you can listen to us talk about everything under the sun, and it gets really dicey, really hot in the kitchen. We did some talk about um, art, Julie's parents' oh, yeah. artwork, yeah, my yeah, parents' yeah, artwork. Yeah. We're using that term loosely in our in our childhood uh-huh. homes. Yep, yep, We're yep. using that term loosely, too. <laughs> and um, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. I just, we vent. Yeah. We just emote. And that's our family. Um, so if you haven't done it, consider doing it. Try it. Go on. Pay a dollar and go listen to the old episodes yeah. and see if it's something that you're interested in. And if yeah. you're not, then cancel your thing. That's it. And I bet you won't because it's fun and, it, and it'll, you'll have fun. And, and you'll, you'll get, need it and God wants you to do it. Yeah, that's right. And what you put in is what you get out times 100 because you'll get right. to listen to us an hour a week while you're feeling stressed out. You can turn us on and see how awful our lives are. <laughs> uh, let's get to Eye of the Shit Storm. You take some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall. Put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck. Put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right. So as we said at the top of the show, there's a shit ton of shitty stuff going on this week. But we decided the shittiest and stormiest <laughs> of all the shit was the mysterious DACA deal that was supposed to be struck between Trump and Chuck and Nancy, but that the White House immediately denied ever happened, which caused protesters to verbally attack and harass Nancy at a Dreamers event in San Francisco. Okay, so let's try and break it down. Last Wednesday, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, Mr. <laughs> it's so cry, mean. Crying Chuck. It's lot, so mean. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi. So basically, they're the leaders. They're the minority leaders of both the branches of Congress. Of the Democratic we, Party. We always just forget who the fuck they are yeah. or what they're leading. We're like, like, I don't know. Yeah, so they went to the White House and they met with Trump about the Dreamer Act. OK, so the stakes were high because motherfucking Trump officially pulled the plug on DACA. DACA, DACA, <laughs> like last month. Durka, Durka. <laughs> so basically DACA stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. And it was an Obama program that protected undocumented students and young adults and kids brought here, you know, yeah, against if you're their born world. here or yeah. you're a child, you didn't mean you didn't cry. Yeah. You didn't get in a, a, a raft as an adult. You didn't come here. You were just a kid. And yeah, you were brought this here. This is where you're brought. So Trump. It was protection for those kids right. and those young adults and, right. and um, that Obama did. And Trump um, ended it. And he caused the, he caused the shit storm when he ended right. the shit. Right. So on Wednesday, Chuck and Nancy roll out to the White House to cut a deal with Trump because protesting. Pro- uh, sorry, because protecting these young people and keeping them in their home country. America <laughs> is the priority of the Democrats. Snap. Shortly after the meeting on Wednesday, Chuck and Nance announced they had reached an agreement with the president that would restore the DACA program in exchange for the Democrat support for increased border security funding. Mm. Okay. So it was a deal. They cut it t- together. So Chuck and Nance. Not to mention that Trump, by the way, and the Republicans <laughs> were pissed that Trump was even meeting with 
them for the second time because he went behind all the Republicans. Yeah, because back. Trump was like, "I'm going to get this fucking border security, and I don't fucking care because you guys all suck. I'm going to fucking meet with Chuck and Nancy. It's just what I got to do." And he keeps doing it. He did it on taxes. We told you guys. Yep. So, um, Chuck and Nance made sure to stress a million thousand gazillion thousand times. That the increased funding for the border would absolutely not include funding for Trump's wall. Right. It's going to go to the border, but it's just not. It's not going to the wall. We're it's not going they to the don't want to build the wall. We right. agreed. He agreed. We all agreed. No wall, but put the money however you want. Right. Dumplings meowing for, for meow meows champagne. It's all it's all irony. It's all irony. Um, so the second that they, they announced that they'd come to a deal, White House officials said that there was never even a deal. So it's just like, fuck off. We know there's a deal. Right. We all know there's a there's a deal. There's a deal. There's and they loved taking pictures together, talking about the deal. Yeah. Oh, Nance was like, tweet about tweet about the deal. Yep. And let's get the deal. And on. Trump, he's just so bipartisan. You know what I mean? He's just getting away from the Republicans. Right. right. So Nance Pelosi. <laughs> hey, Nutrish. Hey, Nutrish. <laughs> you know what I feed my dogs? Nutrish. <laughs> That's what she sounds like. OK. Nance Pelosi held an event with the Dreamers on Monday. And that's what the um, that's what they call the people who are part of the program. Dreamers. Right. The dreamers are part of the DACA. So DACA dreamers hand in hand. Right. Because they dream to be American citizens. I dream for a million dollars in a bag to show up at my house and to lose 72 pounds. They won't get it. And neither will you. No, You know what? I hope everyone gets it. (laughs) What you do have is a fat ass cat (laughs) resting on your Ray-Ban case. That's so bizarre. (laughs) Oh, everybody lives in my house. Uh, On Monday. okay, so with the dreamer. So Nance Pelosi held an event with the dreamers on Monday morning in San Francisco, which was an event to call on Congress to immediately pass this dream act, which is bipartisan legislation that would enshrine legal protections for hundreds of thousands of dreamers into law. They made the deal. I'm annoyed. They cut the deal with Trump and then but they still need Congress to pass it and which they can easily get because they they have all, all the Democrats and. And whether they need Congress or don't need Congress, it's important to just remember they can't do dick if they don't have Trump signatures. So right. anybody who gets mad at Nance and Chuck for doing whatever they're doing is a tool. And I'm going to we're doing a little foreshadowing here right. because you do whatever you can to get the president to co-sign your shit. You just do. And so the fact that he even went to meet with them, they were, you know, I'm sure her panties, have, which haven't been wet <laughs> since the 60s. OK, so got a little wet. So at the event, which is in San Francisco, and I and with all due, Meow Meow is happy to let you know. That the most conservative people, the most progressive, <laughs> yet the most progressive slash open slash most closed people are in San Francisco. Yeah, they're all there. And this really proves it. It's just like every time I think, oh, well, um, maybe Meow Meow's wrong. Nope. So uh, maybe Meow Meow's wrong about the Bay Area. Nope. <laughs> so basically at the event, Nance tells the crowd that she tells the crowd all about the meeting. With Chuck and and Don, mm-hmm. Don, Pres Don, uh-huh. <laughs> and how they agreed to piggyback back the unspecified border funding right not for a wall with the dream act and despite the fact that this agreement is going to save seven hundred thousand young people from being deported seven hundred thousand forty (laughs) forty protesters and that doesn't sound like a lot next to the word seven hundred thousand the two words but the three words yeah forty people is a lot when you're a little like old lady and I mean, she's in her mid seventies. Yeah, and she was in there. She had other people there too. Um, but she's that there. Were speaking, but it was her because it was her she's standing thing. There. Forty people. She was excited to let people know what she had done was the thing. Like she thought that this was going to be, and she's received. trying to. And she's trying to convince Congress, right? Pass. And she's trying to let people know, like she's working on their behalf to do something 
for them. You think she needs to fucking do that? She's an American citizen. She doesn't need to fucking do that shit. Yeah. She doesn't need, nobody needs to do anything. And yet, 40 sniveling. Yeah, but they're young and ungrateful. robust. Ungrateful. She's a tiny little gal. She's like Phyllis. Asshole. She's a tiny little. When I little saw, there was a really tall guy when she had to be escorted out. Uh-oh. Yelled at her in the face. I, I almost booked a ticket. I almost bought a ticket to San Francisco to find that guy. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I will find him and beat the living fucking shit out of that guy. Well, let's send How send us dare his name he? Someone. Yeah, like. If this you know who that guy is, I want him to call in. I want something because that piece of shit needs to have a fucking what for. How dare he yell at her like this that? This wasn't even going to be the eye of the shit storm, but probably Meow Meow saw Phyllis Pelosi up in there and was like, <laughs> That's I'm right. so fucking pissed off. So then so she fucking, leaves me alone uh, to research it. And I'm like, this is a nightmare. So now we're going to subject you guys. Cause how dare you try to go on with your lives without and hearing it is nothing like seeing it. I'll let you know. And I'm going to make you listen to a minute of it. But when you see this, they roll in, it's disturbing. They take over. They have signs. It's in a room. It's inside of a room. They not, stand in front of her. But it's not disturbing as it is when you see her and her hands, which I believe when she, you know, God forbid passes on, they need to take those hands with those blunt fingertips and put it in the Smithsonian. I have a fucking <laughs> like obsession with her hands. She always talks with them. Never and she's always, her hands. Yes, you have. Cause she's always going like this. Oh, right. When she's on meet the press. <laughs> right. I guess I'm, yeah. And yeah, she's yeah, always okay, like this. Okay. Her yeah. hands are really interesting, but she's, they keep interrupting her and they're screaming that she's a liar in this. Fact. I'm not saying you can't disagree and you can't debate, but you cannot go to an elderly person mm-mm, in mm-mm, their face mm-mm, and yell at them in a mm-mm, threatening mm-mm. manner. No. And uh, certainly not a man. <laughs> you fuck can't go into an old lady's face like that. You fucking garbage person. <laughs> she's, they're calling her a liar. And she's and what did she lie about? She, she didn't even lie. She's at a loss. for I words am so and she's, she keeps trying I to am talk. in such a fucking rage over this. I have to disassociate from that. Like yeah, I can't so even sad. live with this. Okay, Well, let's make everyone else get horrified too. Okay. don't try and turn this down in your cars. Don't you turn <laughs> this down. We have said to everyone be very careful. Report to us any deportations because they're telling us they're not happening. And, and, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just wait a minute. You just wait a minute. You have. Well, if you don't want. If you do not want to listen. If you do not. She's not a liar. All she's been doing is trying to fucking help your ass. And you, you, where are you trying to help? With you? Yeah, that's what she's doing. What are you, t- what are you even talking about? And also, P.S. You're illegal. illegal you in are illegal. Like I get you. Sure, I. You know what? You, sh- you. There should be a path to citizenship. 
I do and like she's fighting for that and that's what she's fighting don't you for show up here fucking entitled like nobody's ha- trying to help you yeah like because she wanted cut a deal behind closed doors to give extra funding to the border fence by the way like it's not gonna be a wall there's already a fence there who cares yeah like cares? sorry it's gonna happen anyway and you're and she's trying to help you and she's doing nothing but trying to help and she's yeah. been done doing nothing that's and right she lives in San Francisco which we know the Bay Area is you know and, and men with all do we were in California <laughs> but listen fucking a bunch of assholes there and it's like you guys are really entitled and you're really self-righteous and it's young people coming in there yelling at an old lady screaming that she's a liar disgusting. you see the visual of her shaking it's disgusting it's it's, it's, it's disgusting it's, it's despicable and you know what i hope you all go- get deported how it's about really, that it's not cute and it's not a good look and it's it you know what it does it is doesn't it, empo- help. it empowers republicans that's it true empowers conservatives that's right it makes Democrats it's, and liberals look like douchebags yep. and it makes illegals look like douchebags and everybody just looks like a bunch of douchebags yeah. and they sit back on their mountains of gold and yep. they're like, see, that's what happened when you help the peasants. That's the right. The peasants are revolting. You're right. They stink on ice. <laughs> what movie, right. Mamma? History of the World Part One. <laughs> that's your favorite movie. That's right. That's it's, right. And that's what they do. They sit up there like kings and act like, let's let the fucking, you know, troglodytes fight it out. And it's fucking what, like, tragic. And- go yell at some, go yell at fucking... Yeah, Ted where are you Cruz, Mitch? go That's yell right. at fuck. I mean, there's so many people. Why are people you yelling you at yell Mitch McConnell? Why aren't you exactly. at Mitch McConnell's house or Paul Ryan's house or Trump's house or any of the number of people who are trying to deport you? Oh, I read that that in my research that um, they did. They would go and yell at Obama. But because he was president, they were so far away that he could yell back because like, she was they, they they crowded around her so close i'm telling you i really urge you guys to watch yes, the video so close that's that why it's so disturbing she got escorted out the whole yes. she did it none of the other speakers got to speak the event got shut down the event by the way on their behalf on their behalf it got shut down because she had 40 paparazzi ass aserazzis <laughs> surrounding her protesterazzi and she had to be escorted out of there and protesting what why, why are you the yelling at place? Obama? Why are you yelling at Obama? Why are you yelling at the people on your side? Go yell. There are a thousand people to yell at. It's so fucked up. And yeah, and it's exa- it doesn't help your cause. It may, it weakens your entire cause. And weakens and yeah, ours. And, and it weakens our entire cause. And yeah, and you know what? It makes me want you to get deported. Yeah, why are you yelling so, at people trying to help you? You're going to turn the people don't you have to against learn, you. And you, how dare you talk to Trump and stuff? It's like... This is politics and you have to learn to compromise. And I'm sorry if you can't get every single fucking thing you want, but learn to be a middle child. Learn how to compromise. Sometimes you have to give in. Sometimes you have to give out. Sometimes you get what you want. Sometimes you don't. But at the end of the day, it's not all about you and you have to figure out a way to work with everyone. Now, I'm not saying and look and look what they did. They got it a week ago. Your ass was getting deported. That's right. But now this week it's not. But you still it wasn't enough for you. You know they what? Said fuck off. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, How said, about that? <laughs> I guess let's just. Like, should we just get out of here? <laughs> I'm so we, pissed. I know. It's hard to watch. It's I so want, gross. Anyone who's just like you guys are being too hard on them. Just watch the video because you'll see that it's. We're not. It's just. And it's, it's, just and it's, we're not, it's we're, hypocritical. You're just you're fighting. A, you're you're yelling and you're mad. It's like when you're young and you're mad at your parents. It's like that. It's like you're yelling at the people that love you. You're yelling at the people that are on your side. And it's who actually it's a, did something. It's a waste of energy. And it like it's like. And you heard she, Nancy Pelosi and you made her fucking feel bad. Yeah. And she didn't and, deserve and that. And threatened. You're a grown tall man making a <laughs> old lady feel threatened. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. I really want someone to find that guy in the video. You'll see him. He's wearing like a gingham shirt. He's tall and he leans in and he yells at her in her face while she's walking out. I want that. I want that guy. I want to find that guy. You know what? He put himself right on the vigilante list. You are on the top of the list, sir. And we're going to have the meeting at Chico's and I'm going to be like, don't freaking 
kill you know the what? guy simply and the, for yelling. And the lady who started the whole thing, she's fucking on the list too. She, you know what? She's the first lady on the list. How about that? We're just gonna have to let it all play out. But if you want to keep on, you know, shooting, you're not yourself helping in yourself. The foot, yeah, shoot yourself you're not. In the foot. You can. You gotta find. You have to. And you know what? Maybe learn something from a different movement. I don't know, but it's like you have to take. It, there's got there's just got to be compromise and i'm not saying you can't be angry or be passionate or keep fighting but there comes a point where you have to be at some point grateful so that people want to help you uh, yeah and want you here and why would anyone want to help you if you're nothing but a big piece of shit right we didn't like when people did that at trump rallies no they were aggressive no. and screaming and it's violent grotesque. and gross and insulting like yeah. someone a liar and just it's just like have some you're vul, they're vulgar in my opinion like have some cooth have some class I like everything behind closed doors and under the rug or <laughs> or where all my drugs are or if you're gonna do protesting do it you don't protest within your own house that's what I makes know. it We've look said it a thousand you know times. what I mean it's, okay. let's go back in time in time okay. one week yeah. and talk to a real life person besides each other okay let's have a kiki I wanna have a kiki lock the doors Tight. let's have a kiki I'm gonna let you have it. Let's have a kiki. I wanna have a kiki. Die, turn, work. Let's have a kiki. We are gonna serve and work and turn and hunt, hunt, honey. This is our segment called Off Limits, where we talk to a politician or an activist or just someone we love about something that is usually considered off limits. Politics. Off limits? Did I say off limits? <laughs> or did I say off limits? Oh, okay. And you know what? Sometimes things are they off are limits. Off limits. So, well, and this is the kind of week where things are off limits because our mouths don't work except to eat food or put alcohol inside of it. So we asked our friend Brad Lokley to come in with his passionate homosexual feelings and talk about polylemics. Brad is a comedian and writer and is a regular performer on Atlantis Cruises and around the world. And you may have even seen him as a series regular on the show World's Dumbest on True TV. If you like Brad's gay feelings, then you should pop on over to Amazon.com and get his book, Polemics. No, it's called <laughs> My Big Gay Life. I have it. Yes, have I have it, it too. We both have it. Yeah. We gave Brad carte blanche as he literally <laughs> has an opinion and thought on every single thing ever that has been, I mean, I don't know. I want to just, uh, ever. So let's see what's on this faggot's mind. <laughs> Hey, Brad. Hey, ladies. Last you time if you so you? identify. Last time I do. we gave you carte blanche, you told us about a Walmart. Something was found. The Walmart in, bat. Yeah. So the bat. It was a bat. Yeah. Walmart's bat. feeding people bats in chopped salads and no one's doing anything about it. Because half the world's underwater and the other half is on fire. Right. And everything's falling apart and we're headed towards nuclear war. But we have to eat bats now. Do you consider yourself a moderate? <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to. I, I kind of think you might be. I mean, the odd thing is, I don't consider myself a moderate because I, uh, to me, if you just say I'm a moderate, then you're more committed to the idea of being middle of the road, and I'm not middle of the road on anything. But I go to both sides of the road whenever I try to base all of my thoughts on facts, not feelings, especially when it comes to like politics or social shit or law. Um, so I guess nowadays that would make me a moderate because I'm not basing it off Jesus or who I hate. <laughs> I or, do think that's right though, because I'm pretty committed to just being middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then people go, you don't 
don't seem moderate. And it's like, but I am if I say it. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, I don't, I, I don't like labels like that because right. Um, I usually love labels. Um, like, I love labels. I love labels. <laughs> I, but I, but I don't like dogma. And I think when people are like, I'm a conservative period, or I'm a progressive period, or I'm moderate, or I'm yeah. extremist. I'm like, that's its own kind of dogma. That's more about an ideology, right? As I opposed would... to the topic. Like, are we talking about marriage equality? We're talking about gun laws. Are we talking about fucking getting a traffic light in town? Like, how can yeah. you just <laughs> commit to an ideology? Right. Well, I'm a conservative, so I vote down the line conservative <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah, Republican, yeah. I vote down yeah. the line Republican. And I, mean, I had to vote for Trump because he's really yeah. Republican. What, was I, what can I do? <laughs> I have no choice. Well, I only had 19 candidates to choose from <laughs> in the primary. Yeah, but then at the end... Who were all like, just bags of feces and different... <laughs> it was like the stool scale. Like, if you've ever been in a hospital where they have to check people's stool and there's literally yeah, there's like a diarrhea. scale of 30 kinds of stool, <laughs> that was literally the Republican <laughs> primary. Just 16 different types of shit yep. were on stage. But like, don't you now wish it was Marco Rubio? I do. I mean, at least it'd be cuter to look at. That's true. I mean, at least I dreamt of hate-fucking him on a regular basis. <laughs> And still do, although she's getting a little chub. She's getting a little <laughs> chub. She gave up the hair. She's given up the hairline. Does Donald Trump give that to you at all or no? I hate Does one want to hate fuck Donald Trump? No, his Trump? sons. I want to, but I want to do that for America. That's not even, I don't find them attractive. I want to yeah. hate fuck his sons for America. Would it be in, fro- in front of Trump? Yes. Oh, okay. The whole family has to watch. Right. Melania would just oh, be giggling be- in a low <laughs> oh, yes. Eastern European. Finally, my dream has come true. I always told my husband. Yeah. Vice doesn't as a man I would fuck hate fuck them and then I would make them hate fuck themselves. Like I would some kind of Ooh. human centipede oh, or like um, what soft. was that what was that movie? A uh, seven where like they yeah. like you would oh, force God. people like I wouldn't do it with like a knife dick. Are you but do I would like just a, be like would you be like a like you'd send a note and it's like gluttony <laughs> I mean, they check off all of them. Come to the railroad station. They check off all of them. They check off all of them. That is true. Sid Sid needs spaghetti until he explodes. (laughs) Yeah. Which he would. He's disgusting. (laughs) How is he still alive? Um, Now, you're from money. Uh, I kind of am. Um, I, I was. We were very poor when I was a little kid. My parents got married very young. They had me very young. And um, my father came from a regular working class family, and my mother came. They were a working class family, but they had no money. She's one of eight girls, and uh, her parents are rather mentally unstable. So she was um, molested. Probably. She no, she was beaten. Oh, okay, um, something they like were that. All, yeah, they were all. Yeah, they were all. Like my mother left home at like sixteen. God, if she listens to this, she'll be so mad. She doesn't <laughs> even like me admitting that uh, she had a child. <laughs> um, she doesn't like anyone to know anything about her so having me as a child has been the most traumatic anything her parents did having me as her son has been worse oh I love private people yeah it's she so has fun. no one time when I first started doing true TV I was at home visiting her in upstate New York and we were in a diner having lunch and people approached and were like hi sorry to bother you I was like no and we did the whole photo moment and they were like we really love it and she goes oh who are those do you know them from the I go no they're just fan-. she goes you don't know them I went no they're fans they can't she went, wait, so for now, for the rest of your life, people are strangers are just going to fucking walk up to you and talk to you like they know you and interrupt your meal and take a photo with you? And I went, yeah. She goes, I know that's like all you ever want. She goes, but I have to tell you, that is my worst nightmare and your entire industry is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. like, I'm like, true. to you, it really yeah. would be. To like a person who doesn't well, yeah. want strangers to just... Yeah, imagine being not... Uh, like having like social anxiety or like, I mean... Right, like how? 
hi, oh my god, can I take a picture? Oh my god, and I have opinions about you, and I saw it here, I'm quoting you back to yourself. Like, people will quote shit that I said on TV like eight years ago. Just yell at like show me the money <laughs> like stick it in and I'm like oh hi you're gonna assume that's something I said once that made you laugh and that you're not just a mentally ill person do people ever Tourette's. come up to you and do things such as I saw your show last night oh and have now I saw you before and kind of I think I liked you more last oh, night oh yeah people definitely I think Americans have because of our kind of unfettered capitalism mm. um, and the way marketing kind of shaped America from the 60s on like I think Mad Men I think no one ever wrote about the fact that Mad Men was also documenting the end of civility and democracy and the beginning of our narcissistic society because that Mad Men era is when they started the marketing world of it's not just that you should drive a Chrysler because it's a good car or it's safe or it's we added these features it's good people successful people sexy people people who drive Chryslers are better than other people so it wasn't yeah and so it wasn't just that you had to like if you liked Chryslers it was fuck people who drive Fords you're an idiot like, you have to do my thing. You have to like the jeans I like. You have to like, like the, I, I buy the good detergent. Like, and if I class. see you buying the other one, you're fucking, you're poor or you're an idiot or you're a communist. Ugly. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's also, I think we've commercialized art to that extent. So it used to just be people used to go, this isn't my cup of tea and get up and walk out of a theater. They didn't scream at the stage nonstop. They didn't bum rush plays in Central Park. But now it's literally like, I spent $5 on a ticket. This show should be custom tailored to me, Steve <laughs> yeah. Deaver. Like it should be Steve Deaver presents Brad Lipley telling jokes I want to hear. Which right. you can do. Right. Oh, yeah. It's called a private booking. Yes. Like give me $5,000 and tell me what you want me to talk about. I really about. wouldn't like that. <laughs> I mean, but like. I like, wouldn't. That's true. But that's but a thing. That's a valid. That, that person could validly true. say, yeah. I told you not to talk about my mom. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Not to talk about right. texting. I, You'd be yes. like, that's fine. And that's social fine. media, too, did cause everyone oh, to absolutely. think that they're suddenly like yes. at the globe and they're a Everybody has a pl- Everyone has a platform and a microphone now. And the whole yeah. po- the whole reason everyone didn't have it before, like, right, before the printing press and before <laughs> television and radio, it was, you know, you really had to work. But once those existed, lots of people had access to get their opinion out there. You know what I mean? Like, you could much more easily. But most but people didn't because now. they yeah. knew they didn't have anything to say. And they weren't good at it. And they hadn't thought about it. Yeah, there like, is... I'm not going to go pursue a journalism degree and then go work at a newspaper in Idaho because I really need to get my thoughts out on people's right. obituaries. Right, No, now they're fucking spilling their thoughts on everyone. Oh, no, now everything. it's everyone. So everyone we... documents every shit. Everyone. And everyone's opinion. What I saw on Facebook this week with Irma... The amount of people legitimately using Facebook to be like, hey, I'm in this, I'm in Naples, Florida, and we're leaving today, everyone should leave, here's the photos of our house. That's also letting their family and friends know, blah. then people, if you don't evacuate <laughs> Naples right now, you're a fucking idiot, and I hope you drown. I hope you drown, and your dog drowns tied to you. Fuck you. Like, I'm like, that is not a human, you don't know these people, you are lit, like, we're all just talking into the rage void now. Yeah, the rage, everyone's so angry, so angry at someone because they're not they're not evacuating Naples because it's so well it's also so personal everyone has to do now what I think is right yeah like it's become the dystopian future of like it's hive mind but everyone has their own everyone's decided they're the queen of the hive 
Uh, is your mom conservative though? Since she's now some very no, successful she's women. actually the exact opposite. I mean, she is certainly. I mean, I voted for Republicans not in a presidential election ever, but that's only just because they none of them have ever lined up right. But I voted for Republicans in in Good. city and state. <laughs> I'm glad. But I mean, but honestly, <laughs> ones that were socially liberal, who were you know about about tax reform and. Spend, you know what I mean? And we're usually running for an office that had something to do with that. Yeah. You know, like city commissioner or, you know, oversight of something. I don't something. even know what that means. Like, and I, I do think there should be, there. it's fine having multiple voices in the room. Like, just if I, like, progressives should be able to defend their opinions. And the only way to do that is to defend it against the counterpoint. It's right. not just to say, like, well, we had an idea, and if we all agree on it, then it's inherently good. Yeah. Our ideas aren't good just because we had them. And our parents aren't awful just because they're, Republicans. I mean, my dad is, but for different reasons. Right, right. So you know what I mean? No, I know people who voted for Trump who very deeply regret it now and very, and had blah, 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 Like blah. who? Like other gay guys? Um, or? I don't know any gay guys. Actually, I do know two gay guys who voted for Trump, but I don't speak to them anymore for the most part. Cause they're, not, <laughs> so they're just not good people. They betrayed, one of them started a, a fake sex story about a friend. Oh, like wow. to manipulate his husband. So I was like, so that's not, I'm done with you. And the other one was literally someone who from the minute I met, I was like, you're probably a sociopath and I don't, I don't feel physically safe around you. Um, and he's just like a distant in my circle yeah. of friends. And then, so when I saw the Trump thing on his front yard in West Hollywood, I'm like, what a surprise that a narcissist, yard. like a pathological narcissist is supporting a pathological narcissist. Um, yeah, my mother has certainly probably voted Republican a couple times, even in maybe a presidential. But my mother, uh, my mother thinks people thinking like that the rich shouldn't be taxed is gross. She thinks it's hoarding. The idea that hoarding money, she's like, there absolutely is a point you reach that's much lower than most Americans think, where you have more than enough money for you and more than your generation and more than... And at that point, you're not only impacting your quality of life, but, like, people, we need roads. We have no... You know what I mean? Like, and you need to use the roads, too. So you're going to pay for it one way or another. If you're not going to pay for school budgets... You're going to have high dropout rates and people are going to be breaking into your house. So you're going to be paying for security guards and, you know, taking and buying a gun and worrying about, you know, more policemen, you know, like it's going to, you're going to pay for it one way or another. So why wouldn't you pay for the proactive, preventative, positive version as opposed to the reactive, defensive, you know, patching up the hole in the dam before it breaks? Um, Well, it's an interesting thing too, especially now because of both hurricanes. Yeah. To see how people... Those who voted for Trump, let's say, who are like super Republican, especially in like, Texas, yeah, Texas and Florida. I mean, Florida, oh, Florida the entire too. state That's of Florida's right. fucked. Florida, two, now Georgia, yeah. going to Alabama. Two, rep- two GOP, two Republican senators in Florida voted against their own relief. Uh, oh, right, oh, yes. God. Well, we know, right? Relief. Because was, I mean, it's one dick move to vote against someone else's relief. Yes, it's a it's a whole other level. But again, that becomes ideology. Like, this is literally your constituents' lives, your f- friends' and family's lives, everyone you know. But if you've decided you're conservative or progressive or moderate or extremist, or you are voting on ideology. You're saying, I right don't now? believe this should be happening. Like, we'll all just pick our... Like, so you're not actually looking at the situation. So, you're, yeah, was it Marco Rubio? Was it? Was I think it? it was. Oh, I don't, know. Florida. I don't even know. I think okay. one of them, I think one of them was. And, but, you know, they're going to couch it in. Well, we, of course we want relief. But right. we don't want to pay. But we disagree. For, on we the don't amount. want the. Yeah. Well, we don't want the tax. The it's connected to the debt ceiling, yeah. and we yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. that. Blah, 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 blah. And well, and they're all mad at the debt ceiling because Trump. See, this is. I think it's all. I I have theorized from the beginning of this election because Trump is not a Republican and he's not a Democrat and he's not a politician. He's his own brand. Right. right. He is style over substance, if one can call that style. 
um, in yes. the way that a cheap plastic furniture cover is style. I believed from day one that the Republican Party, that there were now three contradictory parties now instead of normally being two with Democrats and Republicans and we would have one president of one party. We now have Trump and Democrats and Republicans and Republicans and Trump have been in a Mexican standoff in my opinion from day one. They have been they're playing chicken. Trump knows because he doesn't give a shit. He'll file bankruptcy which as a president would be resigning. He will just walk away and leave the keys on the front doorstep and get in a limo and head back to New York anytime he wants and he's totally legally able to do that. So I think he wanted to get, uh, he wanted fame and notoriety to go down in history. He wants the huge level deals that he's been working on with some of the Russian oil companies. He wanted to deregulate all the banking again, stuff that helps him and his friends. And he is, he has a level of narcissism where he just needs this, you know, immortality of being a president. But once he gets those things, he doesn't give a shit about any of the other stuff. Mm -mm. He only uses the other stuff to create smoke screens and chaos so he can sign a bill doing this while he's yelling about trans people. You know what I mean? Like, he won't sign the thing, he'll then sign something else, blah, blah, blah. And the Republicans were trying to force through rolling back healthcare. That was their biggest concern, and they couldn't get it done. So I think both of them are now realizing neither of them are getting exactly what they want from the other. The Republicans are way too happy right now to railroad him when he starts doing crazy things. The Joint Chiefs are... I mean, everyone yeah. is. His par- that party is not... And they're realizing that he didn't win by Republican votes. He won by people who never vote, by shitty Trumper voters yeah. who voted for him like a reality show, and that their GOP base, the conservative base, no longer works. So what are they fighting for? And so they also know that they could try to regain their base and look like they went with country over party quote-unquote, if it comes time to impeach or get rid of him and they work across the aisle with Democrats. I think Trump senses that and went, good, fuck you. I'm going to immediately take the Democratic plan for the debt ceiling, which isn't even a long-term plan, but just to show you I will shoot you in the fucking kneecap. (laughs) You're going to do what I want you to do. But I still can go anytime I want. Yeah, absolutely. And And the GOP knows the same thing. And the tr- and everyone's wagering on the fact that because the truth is it's the depressing fact that even if we impeached him in a landslide, I think we've only unsat we've only impeached like three pre- three and a half presidents, and they were two of them were a long time ago, and Clinton was half impeached. But even the ones that were fully impeached, I think only one of those we actually unseated the president. It's basically just neuter like we've always just then neutered the president, and it's a lame duck, and the party kind of runs the show. And it's like a vote of no confidence. So the pre- like, but they stay there. They technically we haven't like forcefully removed. Right. Nixon was not impeached. Yeah. He was just so scared of it. He resigned. I think Democrats and more and more Republicans are hoping that with Trump's ego, that if they he really thinks he can get the impeachment and get charges brought against like yeah. his kids. Because I thought they brought charges against. Nixon, because they, they never yeah, they, oh, yeah. to do it, right? Yeah, so they, they were moving forward with it. Right, and right. that's the thing, is the Mueller investigation and all of that, which, which looks, I mean, every 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 Second. blade of grass <laughs> seems to be tipping in the direction that there's more than enough evidence to lead to kind of gross crimes and malicious intent and treasonous behavior and whatnot. So, but that, I mean, Trump doesn't want to go to jail. Trump doesn't want, like, I mean, you know what I mean? If yeah. you're, I mean, if you're really found guilty of, of high crimes, or your yeah. kids Obstruct- are. Obstruction justice. Yeah, yeah. so you cut the deal, where you go, what if me and my family just walk away, and none of us go to jail for right. life, and none of us are, like, you know, kicked out of the nation, and none of yeah. us are going to get shot, to, <laughs> shot by a military, you know, band of men with a bag over our head. 
I think everyone's now playing that chicken. Do you think that's where it's headed? I mean, I think it's the best possible scenario someone on my side of my political beliefs who believes that he is inherently dangerous and inherently unstabilizing the world, destabilizing the world, and I think the less chance he has to fuck up, the better. You know, in the same way that from the minute 9-11, since it happens to be the anniversary today of 9-11, and I was in I was in New York City during all of that. I mean, George W. Bush was elected as a pretty much peacetime president. We were not involved in huge military war conflicts like we then ended up in. We didn't have a concept of domestic terrorism other than the errant crazy lone wolf of like a Timothy McVeigh and those yeah, sort of... Yeah, which was an American. George W. Bush was supposed to be just the pendulum swinging back to this purity and Bill Clinton was this sex pig, cool guy playing <laughs> saxophone, liking queers. Right. You know what I mean? So then the pendulum swings back and you've got a guy who is, you know, a, you know, a, a deep Christian and a Texan in America... But he wasn't, I mean, especially when you compare it now, as insane as, like, a Trump. He was super so pro-immigration. Everyone oh. loves how moderate he... Like, but he's super pro-immigration, his yeah. whole... Yeah. But he was absolutely, if we had been at war, if 9-11 had happened this September before, we never would have elected... Republicans wouldn't have elected him. He was not the man to lead us into right. that right. time. You right. know, like, when you know the situation you have on your hands, you... And I think, honestly, a lot of people had gotten very comfortable in America after eight years of Obama, and after no more... And not just Obama, under George W. Bush, no, not a lot, not another grand-scale 9-11 happening, not a lot of... We've been able to keep our wars on terrorism off our shores, mm-hmm. for the most part. You get that sense. So people start nitpicking and go, well, let's shake up the pot right. a little bit. Except we're shaking up the pot with someone who has a nuclear arsenal. And yeah, by the way, I, I thought that. I mean, when it happened, I was like, well, maybe it's good. But it's like the toilet breaks, and, yeah. but it's just making a noise. Now I still can flush it. Yeah. Should I take it apart? And now I can't flush the fucking toilet. <laughs> I want to just go back to when it was just yeah. making that noise. Yeah. And that's what I want to go back to. I I, what just- I also hate, I also think at this point, for a long time, I was like, you know, trying to rationalize. I mean, I was traumatized by the election. Um. I, like, didn't sleep for five days. I just drank and did drugs and tried to kill myself yeah. and cried. Fucked the pain away. I was literally having, had men inside me while we were talking about, we couldn't believe Hillary wasn't there and we're actually physically inside each other as two homosexuals. And then you just have a moment where you're like, I can't believe this, it's real. Oh, God! Oh, God, I hope you can stay hard when I'm crying! Um, that's was, so lazy. Yeah, it was traumatic. It was deep. <laughs> so it was lady, deep. It was deep. Um, but I do think, to some extent, because we everybody because it happened and we let it happen, and not just the citizens, you know, the the Democratic Party and the previous administration, knowing for at least seven months that there was massive Russian interference with an American election, That's and right. chose to play that as a game decided to play chess with that is unconstitutional, is incomprehensible, and even if she had won in a landslide and we found that out afterwards I would still be appalled at the Department of Justice under Barack Obama and Barack Obama for that. Like, I love the man dearly, I would cut off any appendage on my body to get his administration back but some serious (laughs) shit happened during his administration that since it wasn't glamorous like since, you know, if Americans don't get outraged at something, the government just does what it wants. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy to look back and at least take it off 
our shoulders. The people yeah. who were out No, a lot for... of shit went on that wasn't... And that's a system we... I Like, this to me was the straw breaking the camel's back of the whole, like, well, the government's broken and every politician's a liar. And a, well, gee, it's a shame we don't have a system that every two to four years we have the ability to fire all. <laughs> it's a shame no one thought of that. Like, hundreds of years ago. <laughs> Like, literally, like, so it also is just, I look at people and go, but then if, those if you owned a company, if you own your own business, uh-huh. if you only showed up every two to four years to check to see if someone was stealing out of the register, or check to see if people were showing up on time, or check to see if packages were going out, or the store was being open on time, and you suddenly found out it wasn't, you would fire those people, and you'd say, I have to start showing up to work more, because clearly I can't be an absentee right. boss. Yeah. Unless you hire, like, you just, you know, blah, blah, blah. We are absentee bosses of this country. You know, 60% of people didn't vote at all in this election where you couldn't have had a bigger schism of, but if Obama and the people who knew about the dossier yeah. had said absolutely then maybe people would have absolutely. I, know, I, had, I mean I voted but I had absolutely no to find out that we weren't being given I think it absolutely is on them I also think it's on, I mean, and I think Comey, for the mo- for his, most of his career, was really quite wonderful. And even himself has gone into great conversations and interviews saying, I have to explain why I was doing this, partially because I had a long history with this woman. And I felt like I was damned if I do and I damned if I don't. But if I don't say we're reopening the investigation, it looks like I'm keeping it quiet for hell. And, you know, I, you know right. a man who spent his entire career refusing to have lunch with a sitting president... You know what I mean? Because he didn't want it to be interpreted as any kind of familial mm-hmm. connection. I mean, he's... But I don't think he was also reading the, the temperature of the con- country and how that would impact it. But and did he know about the dossier? He had to. Have. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that is definitely all on them. But even before Trump, we have been ignoring this government. Yeah. We have been... We blame it on them like petulant children. And then we like don't... Like I'm sh- doing now. Yeah. And <laughs> we don't vote. But we show up to vote. If you show up to vote, yeah. if you... I mean, it's really... Not not that much to ask. I mean, most of us, I could be, I have plenty of opinions, but I could also be a lot more involved. I'm not running for office myself. I'm not volunteer. I haven't volunteered on a campaign in years since I was like in my teens. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. But the truth is. Did you is, go to the women's march? No, because we were all on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Which was basically a women's march. Um, a my man. whole life is a rally. <laughs> um, but it is also, I mean, but you know, I vote in every election, including midterms, and it requires one night, sometimes before the election when they send the little brochure to your house where you read what bills are up for vote that things that impact your life like we all live in Los Angeles we've voted on bills just in the four years I've lived there that are drastically about spending billions of dollars on how to manage the water table better because yeah. we constantly have droughts but especially like, no condoms in porn yeah <laughs> well, no, and so things important. like that well, well, well I, I mean, didn't did. have to do a lot of research on I've been <laughs> well, doing no, a no. lot of research but, on that myself but I sit down and read down the thing yeah. and I'm like and I'll be and there are websites like, you especially nowadays book. not only that little booklet then there you can literally just go to a website that goes here are the opinions here are the real opinions and here's somebody arguing for it and arguing against the other side and here's someone from that side arguing like an actual representative right. from the bill or the organization yeah. or if it's a contracting bill here is a man who you know is like you know the largest contractor in Los Angeles and the contractors you can literally spend three hours one night and then go in and vote for ten minutes and then you don't have to do it again for two to four years like and those little things actually do impact your day to day life yeah, and maybe take some self-also responsibility yeah. in your life. People don't seem to want to be doing that now. 
Like, blaming, oh, yeah. oh, you're How many people are like, no, but I mean, yeah. we're going to give them the nuclear codes, but we don't think Trump would actually use them. The first thing he oh, said is, I oh, will nuke God. North Korea. Right. I will. And then people go, well, how could we have known right. that he would use the thing right. that he legally has the right to use oh, that we just God. gave him? Just that alone of like, well, he had to vote for him, but I just, you know, I'm not, he doesn't mean what he says. <laughs> well, then how do you ever understand that's, what that's anybody terrifying. means? Well, you listen, when what you did Kellyanne have... say? You just look into his heart. Oh, God. Like, is that how you get through life? <laughs> like, well, and also the people, people who are like, I shouldn't have to choose between two evils, who are still saying it. Fuck you. Right. That's actually what that job also is. Fuck you for being mad at hiring someone who that's all their job is. Being president, being the secretary of state, being the head of the Department of Justice is a day spent choosing between the least horrible exactly. of 20 horrible fucking that's things. So, that is right. such a good point. That you Brian. don't know how it's going to pan out. That's an incredible point. And you hope that you picked the least horrible so that you can defend it. And if you didn't, you hope that you're going to be strong enough to go, yep, we didn't. We picked the worst horrible. <laughs> that's what it Obama wasn't always intentional. said. I picked the, le- the, the least of all of shitty options. <laughs> that's what he would say. But that's, yeah. Like legendarily said that. Like but that's, time, and that's like, adult. Like, fuck you. You don't get to elect your mom as president or your dad. And your mom and dad aren't like that. And that's because we have a lot of fucking 40-year-olds in America who still treat their parents like they're the sun and the moon. So if they're ever flawed, it's ruined their life. And... It, you know what I mean? Everything's their parents' fault. and But then they also won't look as their parents as adults. They won't be like, so when you traumatized me and I was yeah, 10, you right. were 29. <laughs> what was I doing dad, at 29 like, that I should yeah. have been in charge of a yeah. 10-year-old child's emotional well? You know what I mean? Like, And if you weren't sexually assaulting me, if you weren't systematically mentally torturing me, if you weren't physically abusing me, maybe you were just fucking making it up as you go like <laughs> the rest of us. So maybe we should cut the slack to the people who have to decide who dies today. Right. No, they don't ever want to... And then there's a weird thing of... They'll give him slack, but won't give her. I mean, oh, they'll yeah. have it too. Well, yeah. I mean, she doesn't, people... He doesn't mean what she says, but she, everything she's ever said. <laughs> oh, horrible. Like, or, 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 lying or Hillary has the right. least lying track record of any candidate in either primary. Right. Like, just from actual statistics, from every time they gave a speech where they said, this is what my tax plan is, or this is what I voted for, or this is why I voted, you can just fact check those things. She was so hardcore, she wouldn't even blow sunshine up anyone's ass. She'd be like, that's unrealistic. Yeah. That's just not going to happen. People are loving Bernie. That's what Americans do like is they want want this to be. We've always wanted, we elected Kennedy, who was terribly inexperienced, and almost got us within 11 seconds of nuclear war because of his tremendous lack of inexperience. A lovely man. Also hot. A man who believed in a lot of... Oh, hot. Yeah. Well, hot I mean, for our that, president. But that had... A, exactly. Yeah. But that's it. We wanted Camelot. We want marketing. We want... Love we it. sell presidencies the way we sell soap. And so, of course... And so she's the exact opposite. She's the person who... It, it, she gets no credit for it. it. In fact, people are more horrified by her when they go, you voted for this and it ended up being really bad. She goes, yeah, I did. Let me explain why. What we knew on the table then, yeah, 11 right. years ago, was this. But and that's what... That's but then they're almost not, horrified. They're like, how dare you own well, yeah. your adult decision? Well, how dare you not deflect or play the victim or say that we're Why not get a good lying? advertising agency behind it, though? It seemed... That's, I think, what people yeah, like they were very. She was... They were very bad at getting... But you could find... I saw tons of interviews with her. I honestly think she was actually too good at the job and too smart and too real. It's like if you've too ever... Real, if I you think. talk to someone who's ever had to have serious surgery. Not like a surgery where, oh, you need to go a bladder out and, you know, there's 20 surgeons at the hospital. Like, my mother once had to have very serious surgery. I thought she was going to hate me. 
She's coming up. Don't let her she had to have an adrenal gland taken out. In an emergency, she was almost died. She was like medevac to Mount Sinai in New York City. It was a huge... And they literally had to cut her in half. And it's a surgery at that time in the late 90s. Like four doctors in the country had ever done successfully. And one, this one guy did it. It was like what he did. Dr. Pertz Miletus, this Greek gentleman. He, no bedside manner, could not speak to people. Could, because this was the one thing. He was so good at this one thing. So he literally worked with a junior doctor whose job it was, was to interpret to a normal human oh, yeah. being, a patient. <laughs> like human interaction. Yeah, exactly. She is that. She is the person you want doing the job. Statistics showed. she would. We would always rake her over the coals during an election for senator, for fucking, you know, when she was in. But when she has the job, everyone's like, oh, she's really doing a good job. But then when it comes down to picking again, and it's a popularity contest, yeah. and it's a vote, and right. now we want marketing, and we want a yeah. little glamour, and I we want... want you know what I mean? And she goes, that's horrible. That's horrible for this job because that's not what this job is. Because when you do that. that, it means people use that to cover shit up. Right. Like. And it's true because I love it and want it and yeah. I'm always disappointed by her in a, like election. I mean, her and husband then just heard won that, partially like, because yeah. of that. She, well, and also when, during Secretary of State, she pissed Putin off so badly that we're in this jam. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like, that is so fucking rad that yeah. she went over there and pissed all over him until he became so irate that he did this. <laughs> Long plan of fucking over yeah. America and particularly her. I'm like, yeah, you know hard goddamn core that is. No, I didn't see John Kerry doing any of that. But shit. Americans <laughs> don't like the idea. Americans, especially nowadays, more than any other country I've traveled to, like and, and spoken with with the locals, we want to be told what we already like. We want our own ideas validated. We don't care how. We don't care if you lie to us. We're no longer seeing political debate or social debate or intellectual debate where two sides are testing the strength of their own theories or ideas, which is what discourse is supposed to be. If I'm saying I want marriage equality or I want women's reproductive rights or I want an infrastructure, a massive infrastructure overhaul, I'm presenting my idea against you, the opposing person, to see if my shit holds water against yours. Because if you can poke 20 holes... That I didn't or think about. Idea. Yeah, I have to rethink of mine. I have to hybrid. I have to. That's what political and social and civil discourse is supposed to be. We have not done that now in at least a decade or two. I blame Facebook. I mean, oh, well, that's. Well, maybe that hasn't been a decade. Almost that, a decade. I would say fa- and religion. Yeah, I mean, it's always because been religion. religion. Yeah. Because there's no way you can, you can. Facebook has perpetuated religion. Yes. To a, well, especially well, because yeah. now because we are our own. You can't poke holes in someone's. Yeah. You can't poke holes in someone's belief when they have belief. Right. So if you're coming from, if your right. argument is one of belief, right? If you just say, how are we gonna have an argument? you have to believe in the unseen, and so I go, great, we have nothing to yeah. talk now about. There's no the difference is, right. you don't get to make imaginary things real laws, yeah, okay. which well, yeah, used to be the American were, agreement, which right. was the American agreement of separation of church and state. But then they all were like, that, no, that's know. not right. That exactly. Now they're also Americans in particular have turned patriotism and the idea of nationalism, real nationalism, not Nazi, not all right nationalism, <laughs> but just the idea of a national. Nationalistic, patriotic. We've turned patriotism into a religion, and it is the least interesting religion I've ever seen. Yeah. At least religions in are, are are come from books that are well written <laughs> and that involve beautiful fables and fairy tales yeah. and imagery and uh-huh. create art and inspire patriotism and nationalism in any country. I'm not just. I'm not. I'm not inherently. I'm not saying I'm an anti-American American inherently. Patriotism in general is just a really dull common form of religion. It's a religion yeah, totally. based on yourself. Well, it's, it's like, like we need to sports. Yeah. 
Well, well sports <laughs> is war. Yeah, it's that's it's just... we love sports because sports is war. It is play war so that we can play war and let some of that out. I mean, when you see 30,000 people cover themselves in literal war paint, <laughs> which even our military doesn't do in it, you know what I mean? They're literally putting on war paint and, like, banging metal together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's tribal. Right. It's yeah. tribal warfare. Yes. And because we try to believe we're evolved enough that we're not going to do that anymore. We're not just going to murder, rape, kill our way through the villages. So we have to get together on Sundays. Well, it's when people are like, even gangs in neighborhoods or... Oh, yeah. Like, I'm um, from this neighborhood. Oh, you're from that other neighborhood? It is that other so obtuse like, to me. Yeah. yeah. What do you... It's so obtuse to me that people what? are like, I was born here, so this place <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Like... <laughs> like, I get... Well, and we are lucky. I mean, we're all, you know, you know, you're a lesbian, you're both women, I'm gay, I'm a gay man. We are very lucky to be born here. I, we can name 150 countries of off the course. top of our head that it'd be much worse. So I am happy about that and humbled by that yeah. and feel a responsibility to do like that, that. But I don't feel that like just because I'm born here that I have to inherently believe everything that happens here is right. And I certainly don't believe that like here because I'm here and the people yeah. I like are here is better <laughs> than every – like right. when people are like – America's not the number one country anymore. The fact that countries for centuries had even been ranking. <laughs> what are you rank? I mean, you can rank it on who made the most money this right. year. That is at least who controls the most of the world economy, who has the largest population. Those are broad, right. feckless, fairly useless. Right. But that at least, again, is a fact, not a feeling. Right. But this whole idea of like, number one, what does that even mean? No, it doesn't mean anything. What happens when we're number one? I mean, they say Denmark is the number one place of happiness <laughs> because they don't have a, a high standard of, um, what's the word, like success. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't, they're not nihilist. Denmark they gave up it's true that they, shortly after the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they say they literally did a study and that people are very happy. They yeah. have socialized medicine. They have, blah, blah, you know. It's also a smaller, we it's are smaller. way too big to survive. Right. We are so I'm just too saying, big to not fail. And we know they're like very, very attractive. I mean, and right. not Denmark, but Sweden. Is it's also fairly right. homogenous. I mean, and this is not to God if an all right person hears this. I am not condoning the idea of separating races <laughs> or genders or nationalities as a way to bring peace to the people. But the truth is, if you only have... 3 million people in your country or well, 17 that, million people in the true? country who are roughly all of the same socioeconomic background. You're all mostly native to that yeah, land. There is a like-mindedness right. just culturally, not even right. genetically or just culturally that creates, that prevents a lot of little turf wars. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And there like, are certain countries that are more immigration. Sure. Heavy or whatever, oh, sure. or whatever than other countries. No, like the no. Baltic countries. People aren't running to Immigration <laughs> is too far north. No right. one wants to go right. there. They're not running it's there. It's freezing. Yeah, they're free. You're they're... eating pickled fish for half the year. I mean, if I was a, li- as a, as a little Jewish fat person, I'm like, where should I go on the map? <laughs> oh. Sweden, where they're tall and gorgeous. No, right. I don't know I'm going to go where I'm going to think I'm going to fit in. Or whatever. I, you know. Okay, we have to go. All right. Brad, okay. tell us, tell our 14 listeners where they can find <laughs> you on your social media. Uh, on all social media, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. Uh, it's all Brad, at Brad Lokely. Please spell that because we get requests. L-O-E-K-L-E. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, my book Local. is My Big Gay Life. You can get it on Amazon. Um, yeah, I'm on the YouTubes and all of that. When are you performing next? Do you have a date? Um, I'm doing all the gay cruises until I die, which will be sometime <laughs> next spring. Um, I honestly have to tell my head, Jonah, when my next land date is. Any of you boys on that listen, the three boys, if you want to go on a Atlantis <laughs> cruise, Brad will talk to you and be nice to you. Yes. He's like, literally also, like, my show is totally, my stand-up act is totally non-political for the most oh, part. Oh, completely it's non-political. sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yep. So if you're like, this queen's exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to a show where she talks about utilitarian government systems from the 19th century versus now. Don't worry. She won't. <laughs> she talks about dick stuff. She will get you fucked up, though. She will. With you. And she will. Thank you for coming on our Thank show. Thank you, ladies. You know. All right. right. Let's get to So There's That. Oh, God. Okay. So if you're a first-time listener, to close the show each week, I give Julie the task of finding a So There's That moment. It can be a ray of light shining through the shit that gives her hope, or maybe it's just a moment that helps her to put things into perspective and achieve a greater understanding of the giant clusterfuck we are living in. God, I'm like burping up champagne the whole time. It was right in my esophagus. All right, Meow Meow, what is your So There's That moment for Jack. the week? Okay, I like to think of myself as a true New Englander. I never uh, imagined I would be living Chowder. on the West. That's right. Chowda and Boston and Fenway Park and Seasons. Rapists. Racists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently so. Um, I actually don't care about Fenway Park. Um, I would be, I never imagined I would be living on the West Coast, and I certainly never imagined I'd be coming on 10 years living in Los Angeles. I remember as a young tyke, not Such tyke, an but a tyke. You're an Angelino yeah. now. I remember as a young <laughs> lady, girl, my boy, I would daydream about my future self, and I could see perfectly the kind of car I would drive, the wife I would have, the husband I would live in, all these things. My car mm. license plate was always either Massachusetts or New York. I looked like Tom Cruise, and my pants would just hang off of me. <laughs> I never imagined I would be a divorcee, look like John Goodman, and haven't spent one <laughs> comfortable loser. day in a pair of pants. Don't and, say you're a divorcee. <laughs> okay, and the prospect of having a house is as possible at this point as me giving birth to puppies. But as I've Your been... marriage ab- didn't count. It wasn't real. <laughs> it hadn't been proven oh, yet. I mean, right. it hadn't been made legal yet. Oh, right, right, okay. But as <laughs> I've been acclimating to this bizarre city and lifestyle, I've been systematically impressed by this state's politics and political heart. Sure, Massachusetts is my jam, and I mean, one could argue one of the most liberal states in this country, but what I have come to learn about California isn't just amazing weather, douche people, and exorbitant taxes, but it's that the state is a feisty, open, and condescending motherfucker, and I really have come to love its sunny skies and grotesque industry, and my time (laughs) here has helped me shift the dream of myself and the future, and I find myself feeling a strange kinship with this weird-ass place. And I know in this heart of this plastic surgery city, I can still attain my Tom Cruise dreams. I was never so proud to be a transplanted Californian than finding this week's light in the shit pile known as this administration and my life. Not only has California been on the forefront of climate change discussion, recycling, environmental issues, and LGBT issues, but yeah, this and week... And plastic surgery. And I can't plastic, wait till I can and plastic, That's right. 
Uh, but this week they slapped their dick and pussy lips on the face of Donald Trump and said, fuck you. And I have to say, I was a little turned on. <laughs> Aran Aro, thank you again for shedding light on this piece of gold known as the California legislature passes bill requiring presidential candidates to disclose their tax returns. Booyah, slap, slap. Feel my dick in your face. Did it get passed? Not passed yet. Oh, but they it's, proposed it. They're proposing it. Yes. First, nice. we had Jerry Brown going to China to handle climate issues, which was also a direct fuck you to Trump. But this is next level. President Trump, quote, President Trump's blatant disregard for the tradition of releasing tax returns is dangerous to our democracy. State Senator Mike McGuire, one of the authors of the bill, said in a statement, for decades, every president has put their personal beliefs aside and put our country first and released their returns. SB 149 helps to reestablish desperately needed transparency in the White House, and we are looking forward to seeing the governor's signature on the bill. The bill would require all presidential candidates to release the last five years of their tax returns in order to appear on the California ballot. Trump became the first presidential candidate in decades to not disclose his tax returns. He said during the campaign that he wouldn't release them because of an IRS audit. But the IRS has said that audits do not prevent people from releasing their own tax info. The tax returns would be made available to the public on the California Secretary of State's website. State Senator Scott Weiner, another author Weiner. of the Weiner, another author of the bill, said the bill is about to the bill is about quote giving the American people the honesty and transparency they deserve. So there's that. episode of dumb gay politics thank you for listening we love the shit out of all 14 of you <laughs> we are sort of stalled at 364 reviews on itunes so please go get on your roommate's ipad and leave a review for us we're trying to get featured on itunes front podcast page and the number of reviews is one of the key factors that they look at so here's one that we like from all the way back in december 2016 it's from Megan Lauren, 82. She said, you guys are the best. I hate politics and you both make it hysterical. I'm learning so much. It's simple and short, but it encapsulates everything we're trying to accomplish. That's right. That's nice. That is nice. Um, I wonder, though, if Megan is still listening almost a year later. And if she is, I wonder if she's still learning a lot. Because sometimes I get scared that we've actually gotten like way dumber. <laughs> and the show's gotten like uh. less interesting teaching yeah oh, all teaching. of it interesting right. teaching intelligent mm. um coherent i don't know i don't know either i want to plug some shows i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> and a good example of that is right now um if you're in santa barbara i'll be at the brazil arts cafe i it's think it's september 29th okay and then october 1st on cabaret in la but most importantly women's week in provincetown check it out the crown and anchor i'm doing seventy thousand shows um, what is the it's, week? It's only at thecrown.com. It's like between October 9th and oh, yeah. Yeah, 6th through the 14th. Um, there's a million things going on. You're but be just in check Miami. out the Crown and Anchor during okay. that time because I do, I do a show every night and it's at like 6 p.m. and you just got to check it out. And sometimes they add shows or you just got to keep up with the schedule. But um, anyway, so check it out Provincetown Women's Week. And there's also, 
you know. All right. We love you guys. Thank you again for listening. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and sign up to listen to our everything podcast for $1 a week. The shit is so offensive and random that you'll actually probably find it like really soothing. That's true. Yeah. Like when you're driving and you just want to hear people talking shit and that's what we're doing. I hate being alone in my bathroom for 5,000 hours. It takes me to fucking blow dry my hair straight. So I like to listen to podcasts. Like even while we were on the cruise at one point, you were passed out in your goddamn, you know, like alcohol (laughs) drug induced like coma that you were in. And I had to get up in the fucking dark room and get ready for us to go into some Spanish town. And I'm like, Um, oh, my God, I have (laughs) drug anxiety. And like play, put my earphones in and like uh, play podcasts. So, mm. you know, this is like the perfect one for that because it's um it's true. We're just there. Good we're one. just there being Good ourselves one. and Good we're one. being weird and we're there with you and right. we connect with all the people on Patreon. <laughs> and we love you. Yeah. So as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. Bye, Wigs. <laughs> uh-huh. It's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America has gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit, uh, uh, this shit is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, this shit is Trumpanas, T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S, what? I don't know, I don't even know.